0: What up, what up, what up? Welcome to When the Smoke Clears podcast with your host B Reed, along with my co host
1: Sweet Lou. What's good, sir? It's Good man, nothing man. Hey, bro, you know, ready to do this thing today? Yeah, what'd you get into this weekend? Man, you know what? You catch that, uh, that Earl Spence fight, man. Yeah, man. or should I say, what fight? Because you know, Mikey Garcia. Hey, he's he's a good fighter, man. I just think he wasn't ready for that heat, man. You know, when you when you when you fucking with niggas named Earl or niggas like Butch, you know what I'm saying? Earl's they, been kicking niggas' ass <laughs> for a long time, man. Hey, lie. Earl's he, been whooping niggas. For yeah, a long but time. when you got when you got a country strong name like Earl, boy, you know he bringing that heat, man. And that's what that's what he gave Mikey Garcia, man. No disrespect to Mikey Garcia, he was undefeated, and you know from what we seen before, bro, he put on uh, some pretty good fights, but. Uh, this, this fight, I think, elevated Earl Spence, man. It put, kind of put him at another level because, I mean, it wasn't even uh, it wasn't even close, man. It was just mass destruction in the yeah, ring. I, I think it hurt that he wasn't able to put him
0: down. But I don't think it's any fault of Earl Spence that he couldn't put him down. Because you look at the punch output. All the way up until the 12th, 12th round, he was hitting him with heat. But dude just wouldn't fall. Dude, well, like, hey,
1: he can definitely take a punch, man. Also, it shows you, man, Earl Spence, he not only got power, he got speed. But also, he can go the distance, man, and that's good in a fighter. Because sometimes, you know, you put him away you put him away too early, if you came back for a rematch, then, you know, we don't know what to think. You know what I'm saying? Because he didn't really go. You know, if you go past the fourth, fifth round, maybe. But you knock him out first, second round, which he probably could have because, I mean, he started out early.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like I like, hey, I like how Earl fights, man. Earl is a real patient fighter, but he's also entertaining. Yeah, like he breaks you down. If you look at those first six rounds, he was really boxing him, just picking his shots,
1: being real disciplined. Oh yeah, he was being real disciplined. He was being real. How I call it, surgical. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was picking, he was picking and choosing. You know, he just out there just. Doing his thing, man. And like I said, nothing against Mikey Garcia because he's, he's put up with, what twenty, said what, 25 fights right now? Uh, he's at 38. 38 fights? 30 oh, okay. No. Yeah, 38. Uh, no, man. so got that's his ass like that. Hey, yeah, it's impressive. <laughs> it's impressive, man. But you know what I think happened, though? And uh, I kind of seen it earlier. You know, Earl got a good shot in. I think it was about the second or third round. It's a good shot in. You know when you get surprised by that, just that power. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He didn't expect that power. And then after that, he kind of got shook. And then that,
0: it was just downhill. Well, I do think Earl's power is underrated and I think it's underrated for fighters that's coming in to fight him because like you said early when you catch him it's like oh shit I didn't know he's hitting like this and he can box right and then he kept him at the end of his jab the
1: whole fight he is a true boxer bro and what I'm saying is you know he moved up to two weight classes so you don't you don't think that that power is going to register from where he used to be to, to this weight class right here but it just showed you that you know he he kept his power and his speed, which is hard for most fighters to do because you you kind of lose one or the other. It's it's kind of hard to put on weight and, and maintain the speed the speed and the power. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not a, a certain
0: amount of fighters that can move up and keep their power with their speed. Um, Pacquiao is one of the all-time greats of that. But true. But I mean, you see at the end, you know, they setting up. Everybody's trying to get that payday pac You know what hey, I mean? Hey, <laughs> you know, I don't want to see this fight, bro. Everybody's trying to get that look, Pac-Man payday.
1: Payday. Hey, I respect Pacquiao. Pacquiao is great. He's done a lot, and you know he has nothing to prove. However, Spence is going to destroy this man, and he is he he's oh bro. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know he just fought Adrian Broner, who's a bum. I've uh, never I've never liked Broner. I hey. think he tried to be too much like Floyd Mayweather, but he don't put in the work and determination as Floyd Mayweather. You hear what my guy said on IG.
0: You know what I'm saying? They praising Mikey Garcia because he went up two weight classes. <laughs> yeah, but man. now when I went
1: up two weight classes and lost to May Donner, everybody
0: talked about hey, me. Hey, look. You know what I mean? He lost <laughs> <her own schedule. laughs> hey, I'm
1: It is what it is, man. They didn't, expect, they didn't expect him to get his ass whooped like that. So they got to sugarcoat it some kind of way. You know, they got to give him some kind of effort. And then another thing, Garcia didn't
0: go down. May no, no, did he, he, he
1: didn't go down. He May, didn't May go down. Yeah, <laughs> 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 hey, hey, Mike Garcia definitely got a, got a got a chin, man. He can take a punch. I, uh, I I respect him, man. I hope he bounces back. I hope this doesn't, you know, some some fighters when you when you get destroyed like he did. Most fighters can't come back from that. I know he didn't get knocked out, but it was just a it was just a flat out ass whooping. I mean, what from, was it like? The punch, the landed punches, was like three forty to seventy. It was like three forty to seventy. It was like I mean, it, the percentage was ridiculous. I think Mikey Garcia maybe only landed ten percent of his only, punches. Yeah, less than that. He only landed it, seventy punches. Yeah, it's exactly. So <laughs> it's just, it only, wasn't even yeah, it wasn't even a question. 70. It wasn't even a question of. Uh, yeah, yeah, it just wasn't a fight at all. But like I said, I hope he bounces back, though, because, you know, 38-0, no, man, don't, don't get discouraged, Mikey Garcia, if, you, if you're if listening out there, bro. You know, sometimes you just got to take an L, bro. Yeah, you are right about yeah, that. You know. So who would you like to see Earl Spence fight next? Man, I just don't want him to see – I just don't want him to fight Pacquiao, man. Pacquiao needs to retire. He's getting that bread, though. I mean, no, I mean, <clears throat> let me rephrase that. I want him to get the, get the bread. I'm just not interested in watching the actual fight. I hope he gets his big payday. And then, if you know, when he beats Pacquiao, you know, maybe he's going to be that guy that everybody needs to gun for. And, and that's a good position to be in because then you can name your own price. I just don't want to actually see the fight because Pacquiao showed that he doesn't have the quickness that he has before. Broner just ain't shit. You know what I mean? Like, when you whoop Broner's ass, that's not really saying much compared to, you know, somebody hungry. Even though Mikey Garcia, I think, would do better than Andrea Broner did. You know, Adrian Broner, he don't put in the work, man. He just doesn't. He's too, he's too worried about the money. And I, I don't think we're, we're going to see him again after that Pacquiao fight. I don't think nobody else is going to waste their time trying to fight him. You know what I mean? Well, so the thing is,
0: I think Earl Spence needs a Pacquiao fight. The reason why I think Earl Spence needs a Pacquiao fight is because even though he defeated Mikey Garcia, who's 30 at old and respected in the bo- boxing community, Mikey Garcia is not respected in the general population. Right. So you need a guy like Pacquiao who, even though we know he's washed, right, but you still need Spencer go in there and whoop him and dominate him, and be like, oh shit, this Spencer dude is right. so hard to take. You you're literally taking his name. It's the same thing that Floyd did to guy. When Floyd uh, fought Arturo Gotti, Arturo Gotti was completely washed.
1: True, true.
0: But, okay. but I that's what one said. of his best fights that you see. But if you look, it was a pure domination. Gotti didn't have a chance. His punches looked like they was in slow motion. But that put Earl into another not in Earl. That put uh, Manny, I mean Maybe Floyd, yeah. in another bracket when he beat him. So you need to beat a name. And the problem right now in boxing is there's not a lot of names. That's why Pacquiao is still valuable because since Floyd ain't fighting, the other
1: the other name in the thing is. Pacquiao. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I I wish Earl Spence the best, man. I wanted I wanted to see him on top. I want to see him get that bread. I'm just not interested in seeing that. But you you you're absolutely correct. Like he does need that name. It's it's one of those things where when the torch gets passed, you know, you got to beat the, the guy on top. And Pacquiao, is the guy on top, so I guess he has to beat it. Just like in the NBA, when when Magic and Bird passed the torch to Jordan, you know, he had to he had to beat both of them. He yeah. had to beat the Celtics in the. And he conference finals, and he had to beat the Lakers in the finals. And once he did that, everybody knew that he was the anointed king. So, yeah, Earl and, Spence is on his way up, man. And Earl ain't the only one trying to get it Pacquiao.
0: All those dudes, all those welterweights, Keith Thurman calling them out. True, like true. everybody's trying to get at them because whoever gets Pacquiao, now you're be that pri- guy. You're the prize yeah. fighter who you're going to demand the money. Because if you know boxing, just like Floyd, Floyd don't care about those belts. It's all about what you demand in the box office. And true. once you beat Manny, now you're in control. Of the percentages, true. So if you if you beat if Keith Fidel or Earl Fidel, and then they fight each other, it's gonna be crazy, crazy. And I know well,
1: well, see, I'm not worried about Earl Spence. Who, whoever fights Pacquiao first, Earl Spence can beat them. I think he's the guy to beat. I'm not worried about Keith Thurman. I'm not showing trying to show any disrespect. I just got a new, I just got a new respect for Earl Spence when I seen him fight this weekend. So. Uh, best of luck to you guys, man, because you better make it count if you be Pacquiao because Earl coming. is coming. Yeah, that, Speaking I, of people that's coming, uh, man, I got Kodak Black whooping niggas on the bus. Hey, bro, <laughs> first of all, I want to talk about the mad disrespect. <laughs> first of all, look, O-Head and no o head man, if you did something in, a, in the in a rap community, R&B community, and you were a lucrative you know, artist, respect must be shown. I got, I got to see it from both sides of the fence, though, man. Because I see the uh, Kodak Black side where he's showing no respect to the old heads. They don't like the old heads. Bro, you need to respect the old heads. They paved the way for your ass to be on here doing the ridiculous shit that you be doing. However, sticky fingers. Bro, you got to <laughs> chill out. Okay? Because you are not one of them OGs that paved the way. I mean, don't get me wrong. You was Onyx and you had to slam and all that. I feel that. But... There's no long there's no longevity on your part. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you didn't have more than I don't want two albums. You know what I mean? You guys kind of split up. You're acting now, which you know, I respect that and everything like that, but you're not one of the old heads I'm talking about. I'm talking about more of a Snoop or a Jay Z or a Nas. Niggas that put in real work to pave the way for these tattoo oh, faces. Hold on, hold
0: on, let's get the context. People might not know what you're talking about. The oh, okay. story's still kind of fresh. All right, man, go, go ahead and break it down for you. All right, so me. what happened is there's a story Kodak got on his IG. Kodak was ranting, talking to his IG. So he starts to tell the story about when Sticky Fingers came on the bus. Okay. Sticky Fingers jumped on his tour bus. Kodak goes, you know, I don't really like the old niggas. He said, I didn't like his vibe. You know
1: what I mean? <laughs> he said, they had a little 90s vibe. He didn't, he, <laughs> a 80s baby vibe he didn't like. Hey, yo, and, that, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying, man. See, look, you know, Stinky Figures is one of them individuals, bro, that he was hot in the 90s for a brief moment. So he didn't adjust with the times. You know what I mean? So he's still wearing, he's still wearing, <laughs> Throwback yeah, Fubu jerseys. yeah, he's still wearing FUBU jerseys and <laughs> Tim boots and shorts in the summertime, man. You know what I'm saying? You gotta keep up with the times, bro. You gotta be like a Snoop. You gotta create your own style. You gotta be like a Jay-Z. You gotta, you know, keep keep it keep it lit, but still, you know, be relevant with the times, man. You can't be on here wearing a, you know, a Kooji jacket. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stopping on people's tour buses, bro. What you even doing on tour bus anyway, man? So, long story short,
0: Kodak didn't like his 80s baby bob. So Kodak claims he socked the nigga in his mouth. Which I don't believe is true. You know, Sticky Finger. Hold on, oh, no. it gets better. Okay. After he socked him, he said he went in his bag. Sticky was holding, so he grabbed Sticky's gun, cocked him back, tried to shoot him on the bus. G strip. G- Soldier oh, yeah. boy shit. Oh, yeah. Turns out the gun was fake. Yeah, then he- Kodak asked, well, if your gun's fake, why are you running from me shooting at you? Right. Exactly. I'm going to tell you, this, to me, his story don't add up at all. <laughs> hey, a lot of just, like,
1: just like Soldier Boy's story didn't add up at all because... Oh, but He did that shit, though. Uh, well, no. <laughs> yeah, no, no. He he listed niggas up, but he didn't kill nobody because the old boy got on YouTube and was like, hey, bro, I'm alive. Like, you know, I mean... That's one of the greatest stories of all What time. What I have an issue with with these young niggas, you know, like Kodak and Soldier Boy, man, they forget that social media exists. So you can't come out with no you know, ill-advised facts, you got to come with the real shit, man, because you know anybody can hit an Instagram page or a Facebook live or a YouTube video, and now you're out here looking dumb, man. Yeah. First of all, look, Kodak, bro, leave these old heads alone, man, because, hey, these niggas really fight, bro. Like, what? He said he really fight. He said he socked him in his
0: mouth. He didn't do nothing. Okay. So he out
1: here in these streets saying he do it. Hey, man, sticky fingers, bro. I hope, I hope you give him that smoke, man. I hope I hope you and uh, Shorty doo bring that same energy y'all had on the Breakfast Club, bro. Well, I know, uh, I know Kodak went all the smoke. He also got into
0: it with Lil Wayne this weekend. Oh,
1: tell me about that, man. I ain't hear about that. Yeah, so uh, actually,
0: I can't even remember what happened. <laughs> 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 I know they got into it. He said something about Wayne, and then uh, he called his daughter. You know his daughter, Regine, always jumping into it. So True. she said something, and basically, he had a tour in Louisiana going to New Orleans. He ended up having to beat security, and he was like, oh, so you scared Lil Wayne? He was like, man, I'm 180. Like he just big. You, know? <laughs> you know. Lil Wayne is what one sixty five. Lil Wayne probably one twenty. But man, hey, look, bro, <laughs> if you one eighty, you got sixty Look. But he like five, six, 180. so it ain't even a good I mean, one eighty. Lil
1: you know? Wayne, yeah, that's what Lil Wayne. What five eight? Yeah, one twenty. What what you that's, make up in height? Small. That's small, bro. <laughs> that nigga, he he got to shop in the preteen section, bro. Look. So who you, who you taking? I don't know all the Man, details. I who ain't, you taking that Lil Wayne? I ain't taking out either Kodak. one of them because Kodak out here with talking talking this shit. Out here he want all the smoke, but then he want to beef up security. Man, that's for that's
0: for everybody else's safety. You don't want to shoot everybody. He want to shoot everybody. He want to shoot <laughs> everybody. You know
1: what I'm saying? Well, hey. He, he brings security for everybody else. Hey, bro, hey, look, hey. Don't be writing checks your ass can't cash, <laughs> man. Look. And they cash money over there. You know Birdman selling all the checks. Ain't nobody getting paid. So you, you really ain't got nothing to worry about. Even the security ain't getting paid. So yeah, ain't hey, nobody hey, ain't nobody getting paid. Ain't nobody getting paid, bro. So you didn't got to be with security, man. Look, what Lil Wayne gonna do? Well Lil Wayne is not about
0: that life. Nah, Lil Wayne ain't. Lil Wayne is known for talking. He don't really say nothing. He ain't trying to get in no beef. So he ain't about nothing. But Kodak also had a little smoke for Young Ma. Well, nah. Young Ma got smoke for him. Hey,
1: look, man, stop look. <laughs> hey. While you out here fucking with Young and May, bro, Look, you're right. Young and May is a real nigga. Yeah, she, okay, she's a nigga. She's a nigga, and she's probably bigger than Kodak. I think she like six. She one. be in the gym, <laughs> and I'm talking about like the New York gym. She out on yeah. the she out on the block doing chin ups on the on street lights, nigga. Like Kodak is not ready for that. That Miami shit. Can't fuck with that New York shit, man. And plus, look, you talking about fucking the Young M.A., nigga, you might get fucked yourself. You know, Young oh, she, M.A.? That's what she was saying. Ay, she, she,
0: was she like, these niggas is weirdo.
1: they, oh, they want to fuck me? Hey, bro, that's that's that, that's that homosexuality, bro. You know, I ain't got nothing against it, but uh that's, that's them tendencies, man. That's what. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> definitely tendencies, because
0: I don't know why you would say. Like, Young M.A. doesn't even try to make herself, like, attractive. Young attract M.A. Like has that. not
1: a feminine bone in her body, man. She is straight tims and tank tops. You know what I'm saying? I even think she tied her titties down. So she like, you know what I'm saying? She like got pecs. You know what I'm And I fuck with Young and Maid, bro. She got bars and everything like that. But hey, hey, she real, though.
0: I agree with her, man. She fucks with what we're saying. That's exactly what she is saying. Right, like, you yeah. don't
1: understand why these niggas weirdos and would even say some shit like that. Cause right. She ain't and, the, and like yo, that. if you think about it, man, that, that's low key rape culture as well, bro. Because she's definitely letting everybody know that she is a lesbian. She fucks with females and females only. She is. She has no dicks, all vag. And you out here talking about you going to fuck her if she, got a, if she got a pussy. Hey, man. Somebody might take that as a sexual assault, bro. You might chill out, man. That me too moving too strong out here. Well, yeah, I don't want to say nothing about the dude being in jail and that
0: movement. But, you know, he got some <laughs> tendencies coming off. You coming out and you finding young your maid slightly attractive. That says something to me. That says something. Bro, you she,
1: she out here with the two big dookie braids, Tim's, tank top, skinny jeans. Mm. Bro, that's... Yo, I don't see no females rocking. It. That that is not my style. And he looking at her like, ooh, she thick. Man, she Yo. thick. <laughs> she rocking of the shit out them skinny jeans, bro. Them Timbs is so sexy, man. When a female rock them things, bro. And All she got right. a wife beater on. Not like no cute tank top with you know with a you know embroiderments on it. Nah, bro, it's the straight wife beater hangs, nigga.
0: Well, speaking of niggas getting assaulted, what you think of your boy R. Kelly and his Gail, his Gail King interview? Hey. man. <laughs>
1: Sang it on that. That shit sounded like another episode of Travel the Cause. He was saying it on that. Bro, that sounded like a straight up confession to me, bro. Look, Al Kelly, he had one point in time, he was talking about, you know, y'all saying I keep these girls in the basement, but I don't let them out until they need to go run down the street. I said, bro, you being a little bit too specific. Too detailed. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like that shit done really happened, man. And we you know, we seen on the surviving R. Kelly documentary. That uh, he did, security did chase down uh, one of his girls trying to run down the street and escape. And claiming it was the girl that was on there, that Azrael girl. That's, hey, then she coming out saying whatever it is that she planned on saying to her people looking for money or whatever, man. Look, like, But yeah, R. Kelly, man, he needs to chill. He's already talking about he's broke. You know, you don't own your own rights anymore. The label done dropped you. You can't tour no more. Hey, bro, you better, You need to just give it up, man.
0: Well, I mean, I knew this was coming. I mean, the jail arrest, the arrest was one thing, but the real big thing about it is he's not been able to tour. If you know about a couple of weeks ago, he announced on his Instagram page or whatever that he had that overseas tour that was about to pop off. And then that shit got immediately canceled. Right. At that point in time, now he has no income coming in. So then, that's why he's on her. He's trying to plead his case. He's trying to get the people back on his side. But this old mute R. Kelly thing, that thing is strong. He can't tour, so he can't get no cash.
1: Yeah, no, it it is strong, man. And they are out there protesting heavy, in which they should. You know, the the women that have come out, you know, the abuse, you know, it's it's on another level, man. You can't mis You know, mistreat any woman, no matter if it's black, white, Puerto Rican, Asian, man. We should treat all women. They're beautiful. You know, they carry our kids, bro. We we should be respecting them, not. Not hog time, <laughs> as R. <laughs> Kelly would say. How do a hog time? But you know, no, seriously, on a serious note, like, like, uh, yeah, man, he, he's he's he got to give it up, and and we'll see, you know, this new evidence. Hopefully, it sticks because, um, I don't think it's new evidence, though. Uh, well, they said they, 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 said they, they found old tapes, they're old, tapes. they're old tapes, That's but, why he but they because the, if you remember back in the day when he got convicted. Uh, they had a tape, but the the young lady that was in the tape Wouldn't and test- she went, well, she did testify. She said it wasn't her. Her family also testified and said that wasn't her. Yeah, that's insufficient stuff. Like her daddy
0: was in the in the band. Yeah, for yeah. yeah he, eight years, uh, I th- th- well, I think it was, that- it was her uncle or something. He was uh, in
1: the band, so he was definitely on the payroll. Um, yeah, it's, it's just you know all right shenanigans, but. They said they came out with new videos, but I think one of the videos was from the same young lady from before. Yeah, so he, they that's can't. One. Yeah, yeah so they can't use that one. So I'm curious to see what the second videotape is, and if they can't catch him this time, man, I mean. But they're saying that they got,
0: like, seven new tapes and, like, two witnesses that'll confirm and testify. Because that was really the problem with the tape is because they couldn't confirm the girl's age because they kept saying it's not her. Right. So the people that were testifying couldn't account to the age because everybody in the family said it's not her. Right. Even though it's damn sure it was her. Right. So, I mean, see, I fall two ways on this. And this is the same thing with, like, the OJ thing. Uh, Like, at one point in time, like, when you can get them, you don't get them. So then you get him on something else True. and then you overcharge him for it because you missed the first time. Right. So OJ killed his killed his wife. Didn't okay. get him. Then he go back from robbing a thing in Vegas and they kind of get him on every charge because he said nobody can leave. Now it's kidnapping, assault, right, terrorist right, attack. Right, right. You give him like 25 years for that. You know what I'm True. saying? So now you're overcharging him. With R. Kelly, they missed out on the tapes. However they missed out on it. In 2008, they missed out on it. Whatever you think about R. Kelly, I don't agree with the nigga, but he got smarter. Hey, man, look, he, he did what he had to do, man. Like, because even the girls that he took, when he took the girls, he took them at like sixteen or seventeen. Mm-hmm.
1: But he let the parents; they stayed around their parents right. until they hit eighteen. And well, then you know, 18, the, the age of consent technically is seventeen. And as you, if you watch, if you watch the Surviving R. Kelly, ninety uh, percent, except for one, I think the Geronda Pace. Young lady, I think she was the only one that that said she was sixteen. After the trial,
0: the one that got with him after the trial, got with him after the trial, yeah. And she admitted that she lied to him about the
1: age, right? Exactly. So he he gets off on that, and all the rest of them were seventeen. So if you're trying to get him for the underage thing, you got to get one of these young ladies come out to testify to saying that they were them. The problem is finding one of them to do that because. They're not coming forward, and if they are coming forward, they're coming forward on things that you can't charge R. Kelly for now. Yeah. So that it really doesn't help us now. You know what I mean? So you know. I do think there's some
0: brainwashing going going on, and when they say why are these girls doing that, I mean, there's a whole different culture, there's a whole pimping culture that practice doing that. I mean, you got abuse housewives
1: and things like that. I mean, even the people that just get used to the lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, well, she... yeah, it's it's definitely one of those things, man, where he's like. He's preying on, you know, the weak, preying on, you know, young ladies that don't have uh, a lot of, you know, family structure at home. Maybe they don't have a dad in their life or maybe their mom, you know, has to work because she's single parent, which, you know, a lot of people can relate to, stuff like that. So, you know, when he's talking to these chicks, he's only going for those certain ones, the ones that he can, you know, manipulate or, you know, feed feed off that energy where they feel like they're lost in the world. They don't have anybody that he's that person that they need. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that brings me to another point where he's
0: feeding off of people with kind of bad family structures. Right. So then when you see these girls on there talking about their parents, there had to be a problem with them. Like when I watched the Surviving R. Kelly doc, I remember the parents talking about the Azrael girl. Right. This is like 2015 or something when you're taking your daughter to an R. Kelly concert, letting her get on stage and go in the back talking about, and you send them to Chicago with your other daughter, like, what is she going to do if they decide to take her?
1: <laughs> right. You know what I mean? You
0: know what I mean? And so, that's bad, parent. I don't care if you're just chasing a record deal. There's been some things going on saying that they sold the daughter to, right. yeah, to R. Kelly.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of speculation out there, man. You got to see it from both sides. Yeah, I, do I believe her coming out now saying that they're, her parents, you know, try to get money or whatever? No, I don't believe that. But I do believe they were chasing a record deal. And they probably let some shit slide. That they normally wouldn't let slide because R. Kelly came and was like, "Yeah, you know, I'll help your daughter." You know what I mean? Bro, I think but at the point where you letting your sixteen year old daughter go, this is
0: this is not pre two thousand eight,
1: right? Right. This is twenty fifteen, right? Right. <laughs> and no, no, it is. And then not only that, you know, it's just. Hey, look, man, everybody wants to be famous, bro. And some some of these parents, you know, they wasn't famous themselves, so trying to feed through these children, and you know, they they fucking up by letting you know these individuals you know, get a hold of your daughter, I mean, you're letting, you know, this man, you know, who was probably, what, late 30s, be alone with your daughter, meeting him in a hotel room, this, that, and the third, like, that's a no-no, you know what I mean? Like, I you can't explain that, you can't, you know, be that as it may, if what he's doing now, you guys put her in that situation, yeah, you know I mean. what I mean? Even if she wanted to sing, that's fine, you know, give her lessons, you know, put her on YouTube. There's plenty of other outlets and pretty a, a lot of other channels that, you know, she could have got on. Plenty of other platforms she could have got on to, you know, make that singing career happen. But you guys chose to go to R. Kelly because you wouldn't believe in the media from before. And now you, you want people to feel sorry for you, you know, because, you know, your daughter hasn't spoken to you in some odd years. And now she's coming out on the news, you know, talking down to you guys. I mean, I don't, I don't really feel that bad for you. You know, you got to put... You know, put your put your family first. You should have had that same energy now that you're talking about. We want our daughter back, but you know, before you you know let her go with R. Kelly. I don't know if you got any money. That's the only alleged you know conversation they supposedly had. R. Kelly saying that you know she you know her dad said he can she can come out there. I don't know, man. It's a lot of speculation and not a lot of evidence. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean I
0: agree. It's just it's a real suspicious situation. It's sticky, but. Don't get it twisted. I think R. Kelly's a total piece of shit. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm not taking <laughs> it for R. Kelly
1: at all. Anyway, it was funny, though. I was on Snapchat the other day and uh, seeing one of my homegirls that was at a wedding and they were playing step in the name of love. And I was like, God damn boy, he's everywhere. You know what I'm she, saying?
0: Uh, you didn't see the, uh, the, 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 um, candidate, the democratic candidate uh-uh. that was in church down South. Nah. And they were playing, I believe y'all can fly oh, in the church. God. And then, so the, uh, candidate was like the white dude was like dancing to it. <laughs> and then he came out and they roasted his oh, ass. Man, and he's look. like, she what I'm supposed to do I'm in a black church and they playing. I believe I can
1: fly. Hey, bro, look, <laughs> you know, and that's what I'm saying, man. It's, it's a. It's you know black community is not together because you got half the people over his stream you know his streaming his streams for his music is up twenty percent since surviving R Kelly came out so the answer to the answer that people took from that documentary of these young ladies being abused was that we're going to keep supporting the music now luckily he's not getting paid for that because yeah, he doesn't have the streaming rights but you shouldn't be you know you shouldn't if I mean but everybody doesn't know that. Yeah. Everybody doesn't know he owns stream right So he could be getting that He could easily be Still be getting paid And that's the same people That are probably supporting his ass When they have tours And everything like that So man Y'all gotta make up your mind Either you're muting him, Or you're gonna listen to him You know what I'm saying Stand for something Or you'll fall for everything So my point is On the whole thing Like I don't listen to R. Kelly But that's a
0: personal preference I don't care if people Choose to listen to R. Kelly but don't try to convince me that the nigga's innocent <laughs> if you want to listen to his music. Right, right. That makes me mad at anything. If you want to listen to it,
1: just listen to it and hey, say, what? it's I'll, the music. I'm you know all about I mean? live and <laughs> let live, bro. If you want to rock R. Kelly's music, man, please do. I'm not judging you. I'm just looking at you different. You know what I'm saying? But don't come and tell me, like, hey, bro. No, I ain't trying to hear that shit, man. I am not trying to hear that, bro. Like. I do not support anything that man does. I haven't supported anything that man does in a long time. You know what I mean. And I was I was a young buck when you know when he first got you know uh, in trouble back in the day. So I didn't really fully understand you know the fully extent. But when I was old enough to understand, you know, these alleged you know uh, acts that he had done, yo, I can't I can't fool with him no more, man. So yeah, I'm just saying like this is my personal preference. I'm not rocking R. Kelly. I don't want anything to do with R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? I really don't even want to talk about it right now, but it's just, you know, the smoke of the day. But if you want to rock R. Kelly don't try to convince me to rock R. Kelly. you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: that's the that's the thing that burns me up like you trying to tell me that's has the girl's fault that they doing it cuz you want to listen to Ignition. Right, that's right. You, you
1: want you want to try to convince me, hey man, they parents just wanted the money, man. So just so you can listen to uh Ignition remix, you want to listen to Fiesta. You know cuz it's summertime out here, you know what I mean? So uh Speaking
0: of R. Kelly, did you happen to catch that uh finding Neverland Doc with uh, uh you mean Leaving Neverland? Leaving Neverland. Yes,
1: man, bro. What you I think don't... about it, man? Okay, so
0: Bunny, money in the light, man. Man, I don't know.
1: Cause like I, I watched the I watched the documentary. Okay. And then I also watched the interview that Oprah did. Okay. And I see I see a lot of people, you know, in the in the media giving Oprah flack. If y'all don't know, Oprah has did hundreds of over a hundred episodes of you know, child molestation rape when she had the Oprah Winfrey show. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So she's always talked about the stuff. Like, she's always tried to, you know, help that community and shed light on the people that are getting hurt, man. So y'all need to chill out on this criticism of Oprah. And plus, like, when I when I watched the interview, I didn't see her being biased either way. I didn't yeah, see her... just giving them a platform. Right, yeah. She was just giving them a platform. Like, I didn't see... And if anybody's gonna do it, I'd would rather the queen do it, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Than somebody else who's going to try to be biased and try to say and try to either side with the victims or side with the Jackson family. My only issue is, man, with the documentary is that I'm not saying that the uh the victims are lying or anything like that. I'm just saying like they didn't do any interviews as far as like other kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Out of all those kids that Claimed that Michael Jackson touched him, bro. One of them would have came, would have came mm-hmm. forward because they they press charges. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They and now if you watch the if you watch the documentary, it says that Michael Jackson's maid walked in on him a few times naked with young boys. How come she didn't get interviewed? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's just too it's too one sided. It's too one sided, man. You know what I mean? It's like you didn't, yeah, you you didn't make it clear like because you're t- you're you're taking two individuals that. Wade Robson testified twice for Michael Jackson. Yeah. And the other kid, I can't remember his name. He t- he only testified once. As he got older, he didn't testify. But Ray Watson did it twi- twice. So I'm just saying, like, hey, you didn't come forward when you seen other little boys like yourself getting hurt. I mean, Wade Robson, the second time he testified, he was 22 years old. Man, you can't tell me that you didn't see, you know, what was going on and seeing other little boys getting hurt and didn't want to come out and say it. You know what I mean? So that's why it's hard for me to just like... Another thing is, why, why wouldn't they
0: speak up when Michael Jackson were, was alive? It's like they still respected him. Right. And they didn't want to hurt him. But now it's not Michael Jackson. So now you don't have that. You can go to him for stuff. You right. can get stuff exactly. from him. Because, now it's the estate. And yeah. the estate's not giving it up like that.
1: No. Nah, nah, and that's what they failed to realize, man. And that's, and that's the point, too. It's like Oprah made that point in the interview. She asked... You know, she asked the two victims, point blank, period, "Would you have went through with this documentary if Michael Jackson still alive? It was crickets," which I took that as a no, they would not. And of course, the director was like, "Oh, I would have done it." Well, no, the fuck you wouldn't. If they weren't going to come out and talk about it, you ain't got no documentary because yeah. you didn't interview anybody else. No. Nope. You know, and and I, I mean, and his point was. I'm not going to interview Michael Jackson's family. Well, no, of course not, because of course they're going to be on Michael Jackson's side. I need to know where the maid is. I need to know where the other little boys is. And Macaulay Culkin just came out this week saying that Michael Jackson didn't touch him. Michael, him and Michael but, Jackson had a, just an innocent relationship. He could relate to Michael because Michael was a child star, and they just had a good time. I mean, but even if even if you do, if
0: even if you do interview someone on the other side, of course they're gonna. They're gonna not gonna be objective. They're gonna have their point of view. But that's the same way when you interview the victims. Right. You didn't give anybody else a chance to tell their side of the story. Right. So it's like you just listen, okay. I, I listened to, you know, the R. Kelly thing, but then I heard R. Kelly speak too. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. I heard people in R. Kelly's entourage speak. I heard, you know, a, a bunch of different perspectives to form an opinion. I don't feel like I've heard enough perspectives. And right. then you start looking at information. I think they did like a ten-year investigation on Michael Jackson, right? right? Right. And we're talking about the FBI, right? If exactly. they can't find nothing in ten years, nothing. It exactly. ain't a lot of time that the FBI is gonna search you and can't find nothing in ten years, right? And then people are gonna go, "Well, he paid these victims." I mean, if you don't really know, when you get that much money and you have that that many lawyers, mm-hmm. it's cheaper
1: sometimes to just pay it out. Well, yeah, that that was you know that was his plan because you got you got to think, man, when you're a celebrity, when you're in the spotlight. It's a lot easier to cave in and settle out because the justice system is fucked up. So if they go to trial, you know what I'm saying, just like the O.J. thing, it could have went either way. You know what I mean? O.J. could have got convicted and he could have went to jail and it would have fucked up everything. It just so happens that he was innocent. Same thing with Michael Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Like if you he, if he went all the way and we like I said, it's only alleged that he did or did anything. But however, if he goes and he gets convicted, then he's not making those albums, he's not making that music, you know, af- after the trial he's going to jail and that's fucking up his legacy. So it's it's better for them either way because you don't want a situation where an innocent person turns out guilty or a guilty person turns out innocent. So you might as well just... You know get it done and get out of the way, so I see why they do that. You know, but I mean? it's also a money to thing because you you can you can threaten to do it and not have
0: enough evidence for it to even go to True. trial. Exactly. But the fact of your lawyers having to put in the work to fight it, keep it out the news, whatever else, that could cost you two, three million dollars. Man, two so
1: million. They and OJ said in the document, if you haven't watched the document on OJ's on ESPN, check it out, it's super dope. But OJ said that he spent 32 million dollars on his defense in that trial. That murder trial. That's thirty-two million dollars, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Michael Jackson could have went, and that was back in the nineties. Check this out. So, so imagine what that is now, you know, in this this type of money nowadays, you know what I mean? Well, think about this in context. This is what I always
0: say about R. Kelly. So think about what you just said about OJ and how long his trial lasted. Yeah, OJ's trial lasted 14 months. Okay. Okay. R. Kelly was on trial for like five years, and they kept postponing it. Well, they kept postponing it because. The well, that's the lawyers. Yeah, the that's lawyers. The lawyers. Yeah. So you have to pay that yeah. oh, yeah, for, sure. for that five years for them to keep getting documents. Man. So if if a year and a half costs $32 million, Yeah. and then the record label is fronting him, these lawyers, to keep him out of jail because he's True. making them so much money. Number one, how much fucking money is R. Kelly making these fools
1: for them to pay for a law team for five years and keep them out of jail? Man, well, you got to think, at that point in time, when, when, when the trial, when they... I don't know the exact time frame, but I know he had to release good five albums. And they all went, went was, double platinum, and when with "Trapped in the Closet." That thirty six oh, part thirty six part came series, out series with a movie and get, all that, like you know, and and around that time when he came out "Trapped in the Closet," that's when they first started introducing streams. You know what I mean? So he was hitting it from both sides because people were not really buying out. Al- well, they were still kind of buying albums. But, but it he was more on the streams. So, that still went videos Yeah, exactly. So that now it's on YouTube. He's getting he's getting hits on that and stuff like that. So, but you know, man, R. Kelly say he broke though. Man, he said he only got three hundred fifty thousand in the bank. I believe him, man. I don't know, bro. Like I believe he's him. still touring. Like I'm saying, like I know a little bit about the concert business, and you know, I know what a few people are making. And R. Kelly, you know, he he can't be making less hundred thousand a show.
0: See, I, I agree with that. I, I think that's why that's why he needs a tour. That's why he's tripping right now because right. he can't get that bread. Right, right? He can easily go to a club, bring in twenty five k. He can go on tour, get a hundred. He's probably yeah. getting like three hundred thousand. I mean, I'm saying, I'm saying, saying like
1: saying? the minimum should be hundred k. Like I know, but, I know, like Wiz Khalifa and stuff like that. People that are not actually superstars, but are definitely all stars and definitely making a big impact in the music game. You know, they're around one fifty. But you know
0: finance too. True. So, if you're living above your means, every time you get that money, that's only... He had a house true. in Atlanta. He had a house in Chicago. He true. had a he was trying to pay child support, which is like $100,000. He's trying to live up a lifestyle. So, that money's going straight towards bills. Right. He hadn't been touring.
1: Atlanta House gets shut down, foreclosed on. Right. So, I don't think that he has a lot of money. Well, nah, no, no. Nah, he doesn't. When you got expenses, I mean, I, I was listening to... Uh, Cardi B said that her expenses were like three hundred thousand a month. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing exactly. with three hundred thousand dollars a month? And you know what? That's dude, that's what <laughs> that kind of pisses me off because Cardi B should be one of these people that should be financially conscious because bitch, you was broke before you started rapping. Well, well, I'll say this though. Um, I listened to that Breakfast
0: Club interview with Offset. Okay, and it doesn't sound like. I mean, it's kind of sound like her expenses is also to keep up her image. You know what I mean? Still because she's with Offset. They talking about how they're buying houses, buying property. He sounds like he knows what he's doing. Right, right, right. You know well, I mean... mean I'm, I'm
1: And he's with... Uh, they're with the same manager. Right. Well, what, But I, I'm saying, though, like, it can't be three... Like, bro, I, I just don't say... I know that I can break that shit down and cut that in, like, in half. You know what I mean? Like, you ain't trying to live flat. I'm trying to... I don't need 300 a month to leave flat. <laughs> I need, I I need, to- fly. So I need one... With- one I need, like, You want dollars You
0: want them one Bugatti
1: nigga. Huh? Hey, <laughs> I ain't even buying a Bugatti, you know what I'm look, you know, They got uh, like hey, three of them to be on. Hey, fuck a car service, nigga. I'm about to buy a Cadillac Escalade. Hire <laughs> right, one of the homies from the hood, nigga. I'm paying you 40000 a year, nigga. You driving me everywhere I need to go. <laughs> uh, but, shit,
0: also, R. Kelly, you heard your boy. They hit your boy, Jesse Smollett, with the book. You uh, know what I mean? They gave him 16 felonies. Hey, bro, look. <laughs> hey, man, look. You, Hey, I say you don't Wesley on five misdemeanors and in five
1: years. Hey, bro, but look, you gotta look at it like this, man. Look, don't be out here self proclaiming yourself as an R and B thug. J- you know, Justice Willlet, I call him Jamal. You know Jamal. what I'm saying? He don't, oh, yeah. he don't even deserve nothing else but Jamal because Empire made him hot, and then he, <laughs> then he killed the Empire, man. They talking about they might take it off the air. Anyway, Jamal, trash. yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's straight trash, bro. straight <laughs> trash. Like, no, I couldn't even watch that shit. It was, it was so terrible. But anyway. Jamal, man, you know, I hear talking about you, the gay Tupac, bro, like, yeah, you about to go to jail just like Tupac, man, he went to jail for sexual assault, I'm just saying that their, they're, um, you know, their crimes are the same, I'm just saying, man, you're just bringing that negative energy, bro, and, and this is what's happening, you know what I'm saying, because Tupac was always in the media, and his greatest rapper as he is, and, you know, greatest of protest that he was, you know, activist, whatever you want to call him, poet, you know, he, did a, he had a lot of feels, but he also got into a lot of shit, a lot of bullshit that he, you know, that he really shouldn't have got into, you know what I mean? I understand, you know, he want to be heard, but it could have been a different way to go about it. But now, Justice Millette's bringing that negative energy, man, and he' about to go to jail. And you know what? I did some research, okay, mm. okay, I did some research, and this kind of it kind of tickled me, man, when I was when I was reading it. But it was it was two women that I looked up, like you know, because I was like, at first I was like, you didn't keep that same energy, man, Justice Millette. Yeah, he called, and he he fought, you know, he made a false. Uh, report right yeah, I was yeah. like but what about All these other people That are you know Calling you know you kinda calling, called them
0: out In the media too Right Made them look like They wasn't doing their job Yeah yeah I mean he did And that's, <laughs> and that's
1: where he went overboard yeah. You know what I'm saying And he also went in To file another report That's why he's getting The 16 counts Because he also He told a lot to Of two different officers Who took a report And he sent his own Terrorist letter Exactly in. You know what I'm saying So he did a, he did a lot of shit But I, was, I looked up People, you know, calling in fake crimes. Because like I said, at first, I was like, you know, the Barbecue Becky situation yeah. and the dude at the dog park a couple of weeks ago and calling the police on the kids selling lemonade. I was like, y'all need to keep that same energy. I know where you're going, but you ain't, know, ain't, it ain't the same. It ain't the same. <laughs> ain't. So there's two young ladies, okay? One of his name is Bonnie Sweet. Now, Bonnie decided... That she wanted to go to Disney World and she didn't want to take her family, bro. So she mm. called the police and said she was kidnapped, mm, mm, mm. man. So the police to get to Disney World. They get to the Disney World, oh, Dog, She was down hey. there chilling, man, with Mickey, man. She, you know, see, she on. She had the Disney World looking at fireworks and shit, riding roller coasters ah. and shit. Told the police that she got kidnapped, right? So the police literally spent like four days. That's police resources. The, yeah, it is. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And same thing with Justice Millette. Like he used police resources because yeah. they're really out there, like investigating. You know what I mean? So, they looked for her for five days, and finally, when they found her, you know what I mean, they proved that she wasn't kidnapped, you know what I mean? So, she actually got sentenced for eight years. Damn. They say that, you know, when I looked it up, they said the sentence for a police report is between eight to 20 years, with a hefty fine, because Bonnie Sweeten had to pay, I, I believe, I'm, I'm not exactly uh, sure on the number, but I think it was around 60000 in fines, bro. Wow. Now, the other chick... She didn't want to get married, you know. say <laughs> you know? like no, man. Hey, that's what I said. Like, <laughs> yeah. hey, if you don't want to get married, man, just say you don't want to get married. Man, but own. she decided she didn't want to get married. Her name is Jennifer Wilbanks. She decided she didn't want to get married, so she called. She also called the police and said she was kidnapped, <laughs> and uh, they found her a couple white of days. Either. Huh? They white? Oh either. yeah, they both white, oh, of course. You know what I'm saying? It, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but anyway. um... They found her a couple of days later as well, so she, she hasn't been sentenced yet, but her fine was about $34,000. So, yeah, it's like you, you don't be out here talking that dumb shit, trying to get the falsified police reports. And I don't even know what was the sense of all of this with Jamal. Like, I mean, what was he thinking? Like, I mean, he's, he's semi-hot, like, you know, Empire's still cooking. Nah, he's definitely hot. He was definitely Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm saying, like, <laughs> you, I mean, I'm saying he, he had shit going, like, Empire cooking. His little music career was coming up. Well, you, like, you know they, they say that's the problem though.
0: He was he didn't feel like he was getting paid enough per episode. So he thought this incident, I guess, is one of them one of them things where you say all attention is good attention. Right. So if you can get hot in the media, you can demand more money True. because I'm more popular. I guess I'm I'm trying to guess. I'm guessing you, you that just you're just speculating. I'm speculating that just But what you have to
1: fail to realize, man, is when you look at when you look at shows what, is, what season is Empire on right now? Four? Five, I think. Five, okay. You have to realize, man, shows like Friends and shows like Seinfeld, they didn't start getting that million dollars, man, until like oh, episode oh, hold on, hold on. eight. No, no, I'm not saying nobody's getting paid. No, I'm saying he ain't getting oh, paid. But, that, but that's no, what, I'm what I'm saying, though. Like, when Jared I mean. And, uh, well, of course, because they're the stars, yeah. they're the draw. But it's like, bro, like those people who were no names, you know, of Friends, Emma I mean, Jerry Seinfeld was known, but the other people really wasn't you know, up until the Soundfell show kinda hit, they didn't get that million dollars, bro, until like season six, season seven. You know what I mean? You gotta put in the work, bro. Like, you can't just come back to season two and be like, hey man, I need this meal. You know what I mean? It's not it doesn't that's not how it works. Well I mean, me personally,
0: when I was first looking at the whole situation, I was like, man, you know, we need to cut Jesse some slack. He obviously an idiot mean. You can look at that story <laughs> yeah. and tell it don't make sense. He said right. he went to Chicago, right. and that was MAGA country. Anybody know anything about Chicago? Emmett right. right. Till got killed because he came from Chicago to the South. Right. So Emmett Till was whistling at white girls in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So you're going to go to Chicago and say, that's MAGA country.
1: That just shows he's been living in L.A. so long, he don't even know where the South is. Well, no, nah, it's not even that he's been living in L.A. so long, bro. He's just... He's kind of hypnotized by the social media shit that everybody else is, too. Like, they don't realize that the real world is out there. They're just reading this shit that comes on their news feed or their Instagram, and they don't, they're do not they not living everyday life because of shelter, you know what I'm saying? Even though he's not making the money that he wants to make, he's, he's, still, money. he's still making good money, you know? So he's out there living life and not paying attention to the regular person, you know what I mean? So, he don't know shit like that. Now, what he should have did, instead of hiring two dudes from Samunda, you know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> he should have talked to some real life people because I don't know how he knows them or whatever. But I'm pretty sure they're in his circle if he felt comfortable enough to you know give him money to do this. They're his trainers. Oh, okay. They're his trainers. Yeah. They, they live in the high life, too, as far as like, you know. Yeah, They were on the show. They yeah, were extras on the show. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, they live. if they're training him, I'm pretty sure they're training a couple of other actors on the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you should have got some real life. People, bro, you know what I mean. They could at least been white. That's what I said. i was mean, looking like,
0: for the camera. I mean, I'm sure you could have found two white dudes for three k apiece. I guess
1: maybe he didn't trust that they wouldn't. <laughs> like, nah, you know what it was, bro. Like the white people, ain't they, they ain't going for no three k? They're going to be like, hey, bro, I'm gonna need some t. I'm gonna need at least ten. <laughs> yeah, you tea. want me to hold up to this story, bro? And then not only that, the trainers, the trainers fold. They they folded so quick, man. It, it was boy. It wasn't even uh, <laughs> It wasn't even a conversation. Cop was like, man, what's up? Oh yeah, we did it. We we did we did it, and it just Smollett out here still because he thought he made
0: the mistake of thinking because I'm Jesse Smollett and I'm paying you and I'm on Empire that they was gonna hold him down.
1: Why do you hold you down? They don't know you like that exactly, and that's (laughs) what I'm saying, man. Keep with your own people, bro. Look, man, Uncle JJ around the corner, man. He would have did that shit for (laughs) two thousand, and he would have went to jail, nigga. As long as you put some money on this commissary, he's straight. That's like like (laughs) like I'm saying, man. What he fails to realize is, is that he was in the wrong city, because Chicago is not MAGA country. Mm-hmm. All right. And who cares if you was hungry, bro? Like, you don't be walking the streets of Chicago at two o'clock in the morning. Because what what happens if them if the two people you hired didn't get there in time, and your ass got robbed for real. Yeah, you feel playing what I'm saying around. like playing you out around. here playing around, and people is yeah. dying every day. B, like I'm serious. Like in Chicago, the wrong city, even be playing like that, even then. be playing with it like that. And he acts like this is not 2018 where they got security cameras everywhere. Well, you know, well that every was a thing. It was a funny joke
0: because he was trying to get it on the camera, but he was looking at they were facing the wrong camera, so right. they were like. Damn, you an actor. The only only job is to know which camera's on.
1: Right, you (laughs) even bad at that. You know what I'm saying? That's why your ass ain't getting paid. That's why you ain't getting paid, Jamal. That's why you ain't getting paid, bro. But like on the interview, I could just tell my man was lying. He talking about they hit me, so I hit their ass back. And then you talking about I didn't realize I had the noose around my neck. And I'm like, bro, you got two. I mean. It's, stop trying to portray and and you coming at it the wrong the wrong way because you're out here talking about like I'm just trying to, you know, speak for the gay little boys out there who can't fight back. Nah, bro, you're gonna end up getting them killed cause you did you did some stupid shit that nobody would do in real life. If some if two if two individuals, I mean small that you I mean Jamal, you about 5'8", 160 Okay? The trainers that you had was at least two hundred and forty pounds, maybe six <laughs> Okay, so you mean to tell me that two of these brothers jumped out and the first thing that you decided to do was fight back? Bro, I'm 6'5", 285 pounds. I am not fighting back. If two of these brothers come out, I don't know if they got a gun. I don't know if they got whatever, bro. I'm finna give them what I got. Live my life, bro. I got kids, man. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm saying. Like, you out here trying to portray that tough guy role. Trying to be that R and B thug and that's not that's the wrong way to go about it because if somebody as stupid as you do what you said you did, they would end up getting killed out here. You know yep. what I'm saying? And they trying to follow you because Al Jamal is gay and he's tough and I'm gay and I'm tough. Nah, man, like hey, live to fight another day, man. Give yeah, just God give them what the you day. got. And go on about your business. Yeah, God bless the devil. That's kind of what happened with Triple X. You know what I'm saying? When they try to rob him, man, just give him the money. Give Give him the money, money. You was about to blow that on a motorcycle, Right, man. man. Leave that thug thug shit for them people who don't have anything else going on in their life, and that's what they need to do to survive. And I'm not trying to talk down to those individuals. You got to do what you got to do to feed your family. But what I'm saying is y'all are at a higher level. Y'all are making the money that people like me wish that I was making. You know what I mean? No matter if you not making what you want to make, it's more than what I will probably see in a yearly salary. Yeah. You know what I mean? As, as far as a lot of other individuals in the world. So like, man, just get that shit up. Them items are replaceable. You know what I'm saying? And like I say, God, God rest the dead. And I, I hate that, you know, we lost one with XXX. But at the same time, you know, just leave that shit alone. Man. He should just out the car, cut it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you got to think they actually killed him on some dumb shit. Like he wasn't really trying to fight back. You know what I mean? They killed him on some dumb shit. So what? What they gonna do to you if you really try to fight back? Yeah, if you, you know really I mean? try to do something. So yeah, but they gonna get they gonna tax Jesse Smollett ass.
0: Oh my fault. They gonna tax Jamal. Yeah, ass. yeah, you man. He he, it,
1: he he will forever known. He will forever be known as Jamal because we will not remember this nigga when he go to jail. Well, speaking of dumb motherfuckers, what you think about these
0: uh, actresses paying these kids to get into college? <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, know what, 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 what I you know
1: mean? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, look if your kids is that fucking stupid, you got. to <laughs> and I'm not, even trying, I'm not even trying to be funny But if your kids are that fucking stupid That not only How do you I just don't get this process man And this is what I don't understand man I want you to help me understand this bro You're paying an institution To take your child So you can pay them
0: For their services oh, this, is, this is the fucked up part about it The only reason they got caught Is because they were screwing the universities This is the craziest part to me Okay I mean, I see, when I was in college, I saw dumb motherfuckers be ha- in pledging these fraternities, being in there with a one-point grade average, right, right, staying right. there for like six years. But they're paying the college. Okay. They're paying the fraternity, doing their fees. Right. See, what these dumb, smart motherfuckers was doing is they was playing another dude mm-hmm. to get them into college on scholarship. All right, man, break it down for people who don't okay. know. So basically what these rich people were doing, there's this dude, I think his name was Ernie. I can't remember. As Mike Singer
1: was one of them, there was another individual as well. The, the dude that was getting paid, yeah, Mike Singer, he was the individual that was getting paid. He also set up a nonprofit to filter that. Okay, money. so Mike Singer, what they were doing
0: was theoretically paying Mike Singer a hundred that hundred stacks. They'll give him 100 stacks. What he does is he manipulates whatever you want, whether it's to get them in on a scholarship for, like, mm-hmm. sports or to get them in on an academic scholarship. Then he put fake grades. Then he sets it up where it's these fake AT, ACT, SAT scores, and then he submits that to the school mm-hmm. to not only get them in school, but get them in school on scholarship. Okay. So while they're in school, they're in school for free on scholarship, either a, a academic
1: scholarship or some mm-hmm. random sports scholarship. But they not, though, because... Some of these individuals paid up to six million dollars, bro. It don't cost six million to go to school, bro. No, it don't cost you six million to go to school, bro. It depends <laughs> on how dumb your kid is. You know what hey. I'm saying? Because then once you get in there, you
0: got to keep that grade point average up to keep the scholarship. Exactly, that's so what I'm you saying. You got
1: to put fake grades. So that scholarship would have defaulted. But like I said, my man had connections, though. Look, more power to you, bro. As far as the hustle standpoint, like the mentality of what you were doing, I mean, you were wrong as fuck. But what <laughs> I'm saying is, I admire the ambition because my man had connections hey. with the with the ACT people. Man, he and, had the, and, like he had coaches on the payroll. He like, had connections with the schools. Too. Yeah, oh yeah, he has connections. Don't with get school, it fucked up. Don't act like. But that like no. he had the coaches, like, hey, bro, man, we gonna come over here to say to say homegirl injured, man, and we going we gonna ride her out for four years. You know what I mean? But what they did was they outsmarted themselves because, like you said. They ain't smart enough to get into school. So I wasn't no way they was going to be smart enough to keep up with the grades, to keep no. the scholarship. So you would have to end up paying them anyway. So that's what I'm saying. Like you're paying an institution. You're paying for them to get into an institution and then had to end up paying the long run. You're still going to pay that money. because they, money weren't, they weren't really
0: fucked up about that. They thought it was money well spent. Oh, nah, man. Shit. They thought it was money well spent. The crazy part about the whole thing is not only do you do that, and then you send it to the dude's charity. But you got the audacity to try to write it off on your taxes.
1: You know what I'm saying? That's what, what I say, man. They well, outsmarted themselves, bro. bro. You know what I'm saying? Look, I, I'm trying to start my my own small business, you know what I'm saying? I've been talking to accountants and stuff like that. And there's a lot of stuff that you can write off if you don't know for your taxes. Yeah. Like, for instance, when I was talking to uh I was actually talking to a, a guy who owns a couple of small businesses. I'm not gonna tell him his name, but he's he doing well for himself. But he told me that he writes his dog off as a mascot for his business. What? So his dog is no longer a pet; it's a mascot for the business that he runs. Because you can't write off mas- you can't write off pets, but you can write off mascots. That hey, shit blew my mind. I was like, jewel right Hey, off. bro, hey, he dropped straight knowledge you on know me. You saying? know what I'm saying? So yeah these these smart dumb motherfuckers outsmarted they self. It's not only you trying to get your money back for writing a check to get your kid into a school that they did not already get into. So you're wrong on that point. Now you're trying to get the tax write-up on that point. Now you got everybody fucked up. But so,
0: but the, the fucked up part about it is, the game was good. They would have got away with it. Right. Because they only got caught because of another investigation. They weren't even investigating them. Right,
1: right. So they just happened to stumble upon it. They him.
0: stumbled upon it. And I'm, I mean, I don't know all the investigation going on, but it seems like it had to be connected with the the investigation with the sponsorship and the school mm-hmm. and the athletes, because that's where you'll start finding all these faulty yeah. scholarships. And, and, and well,
1: I, I mean, I don't know if it has anything to do, but you know, there's been schools here recently getting busted for the athletic department paying students. You know, the gentleman and, from LSU got busted. And the uh, shoe companies
0: being involved in that.
1: Right, because they, they're trying to find, and which I don't mind this standpoint of, because the shoe companies are trying to find a way to implement, to get these, you know, I don't, do I think that college athletes should get paid, you know, like like uh, professional athletes know. But at the same time, man, I have had a couple of friends that went to college that have played, you know, uh, sports at a high level in college. And, you know, they're not getting pretty much anything. And the schools are bringing in millions of dollars. So they should at least... I mean, I know they're trying to work on a stipend or, you know, something. They're trying to get creative to find a way to get them some more money. But they need to do it soon, man, because these kids are getting in trouble because, you know, all they want is to keep up with... You know, the world, they want tattoos, they want shoes, you know, small shit that shouldn't yeah. get them kicked out of school for that, you know what I mean? Well, I, I mean, I, I
0: definitely agree with that, they should be getting something, but with these kids, I, I want to see, I know none of these parents are going to do time, but they no, need no, no.
1: to. going to be it's going to be straight probation. Yeah, heavy, straight heavy fines and stuff. But they, you know what I would tell them to This is an embarrassment dude? thing. And, you know, I mean, that do I think this is, a, this is just a white collar crime, they don't need to go to jail for it, you know what I mean? I mean, it's up to the justice system, but... Do I, do I say they need to go do what I put them in jail? Probably not. What I would make they ass do is go pick up trash on the freeway. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I want I want to see your celebrity faces on the highway. I don't want you to, you know, help a nonprofit. I don't want you to pick your community service. I'm picking your community service, and your ass going to be on that highway picking up garbage. Well, I think, they, personally,
0: I think that they should take their money now, whatever you get fine, whatever money they put in, they should put that same amount of money into some type of scholarship fund to give it to people that they took. Because those scholarships yeah. were places they, they took for people that actually needed it. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> you know for sure. what I mean? They're, so you know, those fake scholarships they use that could have been used on someone that actually needed that
1: money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just, it's, just, yeah, it's, one, it's definitely, I, I agree with that. I would, I would rock with that because they, they obviously don't mind spending the money at all. They have the money to spend. And then you took away from individuals who don't have the money, who probably had to go to a, a lesser school or a school that they really wasn't a fan of because they got their scholarship taken. So they definitely, hopefully they'll get, you know, all that sorted out.
0: Yeah. But I'm telling you what though, even if I did have that type of money, if my kid couldn't make it in you just ain't going to college, I ain't paying no $500,000 yeah. to send you to USC.
1: You hey man, look, that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> they got trade schools out here right now. You know what I mean? Like, and <clears throat> they want people to be specialists. You know what I mean? Right. They they have they have jobs out here now that people are specialists like you're, you know, you only need to know how to do this to do this job. So there's nothing wrong with going to a trade school or going to a school that only caters to what you want to do in your field. You know what I mean? Like the especially uh, Lori Laughlin, her daughters, they I mean, one of her daughters are already internet sensation on Instagram. Like she could turn that into whatever, you know what I mean? An advertising deal You know Shoe deal Whatever Because you know They're looking for people That are motivated On social media To do things like that So why she wants to go to US Or why she wanted her To go to USC I have no idea It's like It's not anything That she could accomplish In USC That she's not already On her way Right now, you know what I
0: mean? Yeah, I mean, that's what I think about this whole college thing. I think the whole college thing is a scam. It was really pushed and put in place at around 99, 2000, because before then, everybody wasn't going. That's where everybody thought, you know, I go get a degree, then I'm going to come out and make sixty dollars to $80,000, because at that point in time, everyone didn't have a degree. So having a degree puts you on a different level. But throughout the 2000s, everybody was forced to go to college. That's why all the people in that generation that graduated around 98 mm-hmm. to 2008 got a bunch of debt. True,
1: you know what I mean, because everybody was trying to go to college. I'm I'm telling, I didn't go to college myself. You know what I mean. If you want to go to college, go to college. But if you listen to people like you know Gary Vaynerchuk and a lot of other entrepreneurs that out here, they're telling you not to accrue that debt. Like, what is the sense of going to college for four years and getting hundred twenty thousand dollars worth of debt, and then you're only getting a job that pays you fifty thousand dollars? It doesn't add up. You know what I mean? You're... Yeah. Uh, well, right now, a bachelor's degree is just like having a high school diploma. Right. you can get them anywhere. You so, anywhere.
0: So, it doesn't even have that same... So, if you're not going to college to get a skill... So, I tell anybody, if you go to college and you go to the college for a skill, you better be doing internships. You better right. be getting some relevant experience to put you on another level. Right. Because it's good for networking. It's good for different types of things. But if you're going and you're just kind of lost trying to find yourself... I don't recommend that but people you need to go to a trade
1: school or something,
0: get a skill.
1: Or start your own business, man. Like you unless you're going to be a corporate, you know, company man or company woman, there's no need for you to Go to college, and now if your goal is to be obviously a doctor, or a lawyer, or something like that, then obviously you need that school training. I mean, they're not letting you do open heart surgery by going to John Brown University. But what I'm saying you is, gotta give John Brown, I ain't got nothing against John Brown. Man. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just saying, man, you can't you can't pull a medical degree out that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? They, they ain't serving no masters in, in at John Brown University. All I'm saying is, if you don't plan on doing that and you don't plan on trying to run a Fortune 500 company, either start your own business or or, uh, you know, like you said, go to a trade school, man. It's, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, we need plenty of, you know, mechanics, plumbers, you know, all these people. You can start your own business doing that. You can get, it, get in real estate. There's a thousand things that you can do that doesn't cost a lot of money that won't put you extremely in debt that will help you out in the world, help you support your family, help you support your kids. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and that's been a bad stigma put into trade schools. Now people look down on going to trade schools. I know a lot of people that have really good careers because they've either started a trade when they were young yeah. or they went to a trade school. But at this point in time, people look down on that. If you're not going to a four-year university, then people look down on your degree. But it's only
1: those people, though, that are in those Fortune 500 companies. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh, Jimmy down, down the block, who's going to start... You know, his own electrician company, he wants professional electricians. But you kids know these days don't even know that those type of jobs make money. Well, what they need to realize is that if you want to get into real estate or if you want to own your own business, you need utilities. You have to make sure the wiring is right in your house. You know what I mean? You need to sit down and think about this kind of stuff and don't follow, you know, whoever else went to college. You know, don't don't listen to your mom or your dad talking about they went to college there's the best experience of their life. You can have the same experience you know, what I'm saying going to a trade school and just going to the college parties—that's what I did. I just went to the college parties, hung out, and then that was it. But you know what they listening to? <laughs> what they listening to? Kodak Black. Yeah. Kodak Black. Yeah. Black. <laughs> <Kodak laughs> Black Total You what i <laughs> these long niggas talking about. <laughs> Don't <Yeah>. uh, no, <laughs> <hey. laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to Kodak Black, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's it for us on One of the Smoke Clears podcast, man. You can catch me on my personal Instagram at He's Got the Glow, just like it's spelled. Also check us out at When the Smoke Clears podcast. It's when underscore the underscore smoke underscore clears with a Z. And All right, man. Also check check out
0: the network page with the two smart network. You can be found on Instagram. You'll have a lot of dope content coming. All right, man. We'll catch y'all next week, man. Peace.